Welcome to the Todd DeVoe Show, exploring the best ideas and lessons for leaders. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, depending on where you are at in this creation. And, you know, when we start thinking about what we do uh, in the field of emergency management, and then also just, I guess, in, you know, regular business, so how do we get things done? And how do we buy things? And, and how do, well, I mean, like, how do we basically work through that? And there's some leadership questions and answers that occur uh, when you're going through that process. And I, today I have Randy with me, uh, who well, I got to meet in New York City at the NDEM conference, and we had some great conversations. So, Randy, it's great to see you again. Hey, Todd, thanks to see you. Uh, thanks, and, 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 and it's great to see you all. So when we think of procurement, right, it's it's not just filling out a purchase order and putting it in the system and, and getting things done. It's, it's a little bit more of a process than that. And then when we think of disaster logistics, I mean, that's that's a whole other system. How did you get involved in this side of, of the world? Todd, that's a great question. So, um, as, as you may know, and, and we talked about in New York that, um, you know, I have, uh, prior being prior service, uh, you know, being a member of the, uh, national guard for over, uh, you know, 22 years, um, you know, firsthand I ex- experienced, uh, being involved with, uh, emergency management and, and, uh, disaster response. So, uh, that's really where it all began. Um, but since then, um, after being de- deployed a couple of times and, and coming back uh, home to Bobcat Company um, and, and Doosan Bobcat, um, the equipment um, you know serves this space very very well in the in the uh, the response and the recovery uh, of, of uh, disasters. And and so so you're working in this area, and then some of the stuff that you've been working on lately is is really educating people um, on how to. Well, is this purchased? And that's one thing. It's not like you just take a credit card out and buy a a, a backhoe, right? You know, uh, it's it's a different pro- system. And then there's also rules and regulations that you have to follow when you're per- when you're procuring equipment specifically for a disaster response compared to pre-disaster equipment procurement and with grants. Um, well, let's walk through that leadership uh, uh, funnel, if you will, on on how to make these things work and to do it properly. Sure. So. Um... You know, with with as it relates to the the, the procurement side of things, um, it all starts with the the planning and the preparation, right? Making you know forecasting the the products um, and and services that you might need um, to have when disaster does strike. Because let's face it, you know you you can't predict when that disaster is going to happen. Um, so it's important to have those products, um, you know, in your fleet or um, have access to those products, um, you know, for when that, that, that disaster has happened. So, um, some of the things, uh, that we typically talk about is, is, you know, what kind of pro what, what kind of contracts are, are you going to utilize and, and, you know, which ones make the most sense for you? Does cooperative purchasing make sense, uh, you know, you know, to, to help you, uh, plus up your, uh, your equipment and and the services that are are needed to you know for that response, um, and some of those are you know, such as like SourceWell uh, that is, is a very common uh, cooperative purchasing tool that that's used um, you know in North America that you know folks turn to to um, you know the agencies turn to 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 procure their products um, in a in an efficient manner 
that satisfies uh, the rules and regulations, um, satisfies the bid process. <laughs> Excuse me. So when you're dealing with um, a jurisdiction or, or a organization, how do you help them through that process so that they can actually get the equipment that they need and, and stay within those uh, bounds of the, of the rules and regulations? Yeah, great question. So um, oftentimes it starts with our dealers. You know, uh, here in North America, we have uh, 1,400 or so uh, dealers throughout North America. Um, and oftentimes the local uh, city or municipality or agency will reach out to our, our dealer network. And that's really where it starts, uh, the di- discovery phase of, of what is, what, what is, what is going to be needed. Um, and then once it, it, it bubbles up or boils up into the procurement, uh, into the procurement office, um, oftentimes uh, it becomes a question of, you know, how are they going to purchase it? Uh, do they need to go through the, uh, the the bid process? And that's where we typically position uh, some of the contracts that are, are commonly used, um, you know, such as Sourcewell or NASPO, um, to satisfy that that bid process, so the so the agency can quickly, um, quickly and confidently buy that piece of equipment, um, you know, without having too uh, too much delay. So when you look at some of the regulations specifically coming from FEMA uh, when it comes to equipment purchases, obviously during a disaster, they would rather see us rent um, than than purchase. Uh, do you help them with that process and, and educating uh, organizations how that would work as well? Uh, yep. So absolutely. Through, through some of our rental partners, we would, we would you know, with, uh, uh, you know, with the rental uh, of our equipment, uh, whether it be a skid steer or compact track loader, or maybe it's a generator, uh, or light tower uh, from Doosan Portable Power, um, you know, most times our dealers have that, you know, uh, that product on hand, you know, in, in, in their rental fleets. Um, so first and foremost, but then um, secondly, you know, we have, we have partners such as uh, Sunbelt and, and uh, Summit Rentals and then United Rentals are a couple that, that are oftentimes turned to, uh, to rent our products uh, during times of disaster. Do you see um, more use of your equipment during the in the rental process or the purchase process? It's 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 definitely both. Um, you know, it just it just really depends on the application. Um, but in in the if those have if if the agencies have that piece of pro, you know piece of equipment in their fleet already, um, you know they'll they'll be using it and they'll they're probably reaching out to purchase more or maybe it be the attachments. Uh, to coincide with a compact track loader, such as a um, a root grapple, you know, to uh, ultimately help with creating freedom of movement for you know from debris and down trees and those types of things. But also, you know, the rental companies would have that those products as well on hand, ready to to rent, um, you know, to satisfy the response and recovery. How has your organization positioned itself to be a leader um, in, in realistically, in the small compact tractor and, and um, energy provider and, and light systems and stuff? I mean, you guys have a lot of cool cool tools, uh, but it seems like everybody knows what a Bobcat is, right? Everybody, yeah. So, we, you know, skid steer loader is, uh, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, it's it's synonymous with, uh, with Bobcat, right? I mean... Um, you know, as a leading brand, you know, Bobcat Company, you know, we are, we are often, oftentimes the first ones to be contacted, um, you know, or they reach out to, um, you know, when, when disaster strikes or, um, 
or in need of a response or recovery. Um, so they look to us first because of the reliable name, the reliable brand, reliable brand and then the reliable equipment and solution, solutions that are available. Um, you know, outside of that, you know, like we talked earlier, you know, we, we nobody can plan uh, for for that disaster to, you know, to happen or exactly when. Um, but that's where we really stand tall and stand strong is, is you know, we want to be involved in, in that preparation piece to make sure you are ready, um, you know, ensure every level of government, you know, or agency um, that calls, you know, that we're able to, you know, provide some, some sort of solution to, uh, whether it be, like I said, the compact track loaders or the skid steers, mini excavators are, are common as well. Um, but then on the Doosan portable power side, you have, you know, you have the light towers, you know, that are, are used to provide, provide emergency, you know, lighting. Um, so folks can work around the clock. Um, and then ultimately the, the generators, right, to provide that uh, uh, emergency power for maybe it's a, a an emergency bed down uh situation where, you know, we have to provide power for, um, you know, those that are displaced um, or uh, to a job site, um, you know, those types of things. So, um, you know, we have a dedicated sales team, a government sales team that stands ready to you know, uh, answer any questions and help navigate the procurement process in that planning and the preparation and the in that procurement stage um, to make sure that we can get, you know, our products in the hands uh, of those that need it um, when they need it the most. Let's talk about power for a minute because I, I always think this is like one of those things that we forget about um, when we're doing our planning and, and those generators are, are critical. And I had, we did, I'll tell you a funny story. So we had this, uh, when I was working for a university, um, we had power go out and basically what happened was the underground cable failed at some point for the, and the, the power company had to dig it up and it, it, it actually takes a very long time uh, for them to locate and then dig up uh, where the power uh, failed. And so our area was without power for just about 30 hours. And um, so as a college, it's all fun and games uh, for the students until their cell phones start to die. And that's when the panic really sets in. So we were, we were able to get a, a generator, a couple generators to actually help with do some other things. But it was kind of funny to see people don't think – the, the the students didn't care that the power is out um, until their cell phones started dying. So when you're planning for power outages, right, which we should be, right, because it's, it could happen at any given time um, for any amount of time. Up, to, you know, uh, we have issues here in California with uh, uh, the the public safety power shutoffs, for instance, uh, during the wildfire season. Um, what do you suggest to people to do uh, for planning for power outages, and what kind of generators should they plan to have, and and how do they get them? Yep. So uh, I, I think the the easiest way to uh, to answer it is, you know, what we need to determine what you need to have powered, or how much you know you need to have powered um, in that in that initial uh, discovery phase of, of providing a solution. Um, whether it be, you know, do you need a an entire emergency operations center that needs to be run, or do you just need, uh, um, you know, an, a small office? You know, that that can help us. Um, determine, you know, the the size of generator that might be needed. Um, so, so that would that, that would be first, and then of course, you know, you know, with with, with the load management system, the you know the intelligent load management management system for, uh, you know, the Doosan portable uh, power generators. Um, it's important to make sure that you know uh, load management is discussed. You know, if you know, 
and that's available on uh, all of our generators. Um, and then finally, you know, generators can be bought at the local dealers. Um, mm. You know, our our uh, our government sales team again, a dedicated team that stands ready to answer any questions to help uh, in that discovery in that planning that planning phase to um, make sure that uh, we're putting the right size product uh, to work. Um, you know, and then of course rental. Uh, we've mentioned our rental partners, our great rental partners that that, that also have these products available uh, to rent. <clears throat> Excuse me. With some of your generators, though, it's not like you just grab an extension cord and just plug it in and you're good to go. There's there's a process between getting power from that generator to the building that you're looking at. Do you help with that process or at least educate uh, the purchaser on, on what they need to get to make it work? Absolutely. The, yep. The subsequent uh, type um, accessories that are needed. Absolutely. Uh, our, our dedicated sales team will, will help answer those questions. And the dealers, you know, the dealers have been doing this for a long, long time. Um, you know, they'll stand ready to, to make sure that we're able to, you know, answer those questions and the accessories that are needed uh, to, to make sure we, it, it's ready to go. So do you recommend um, somebody who is interested in getting, you know, leading forward in getting generators or at least getting spec'd out for generators to reach out to just a local dealer or should they reach out to, to you guys or can you marry people up together? Yeah, you know that's what's great. That's what's great about our team. You can you can you can have it your way, right? I mean, so we have we have a we have uh, some amazing dealers, um, and all the dealers are amazing. They're great. Uh, stand ready to to answer the question. But you know, you can also call us direct. Um, you know, like I said, we have a we have a dedicated you know government sales team that's that's ready to answer those questions as well to help guide um, you know agencies and purchasers to uh, making sure that you know they have everything that's absolutely needed um, when it comes time to. And it'll procure that product. What's your biggest book uh, of business? Like, where do you do your most time? Is it is it in in the generator space, or is it in the uh, uh, in the uh, skid steers? Well, you know, I'm a uh, you know, I'm I'm a homegrown product of of you know of of Bobcat. You know, I, I come from the uh, small town of Gwinter, North Dakota. You know, where Bobcat all began. Um, you know, so majority of the 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 time is spent um, in in the Bobcat space just simply because it's it is a much larger uh, piece. But however, um, you know, with the with the generators and the in the in the light towers and the and, and the portable power products, um, my team is 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 ready, and willing, and able to to make make sure that uh, we're able to answer any questions or um, you know do demonstrations and and those types of things, whether it be Bobcat or or Doosan. I know we talked about this before because, uh, you know, being kids. So my, my dad actually had uh, a Bobcat uh, at one point in our family's history. And my, my, my brother and I tried to flip it. Uh, that was our, our goal. And, and we, <laughs> we, we never, we never could really make it happen. Um, like, why are they so durable? And I mean, not, not why, I mean, I it makes sense why they're durable, but like, like, why is it so difficult to, to, to flip it like like the design process behind it I mean, they're super safe right they are they're very safe and you know and and before i answer the question question you know if you look at the history of of you know how, where bobcat began um you know it was it, it began as you know and i think we talked about this in new york was um began as a, a tool to to clean out turkey barns you know you know way back in the 
in the in the 1950s. Um, so that's where it began, and that that's where you know Bobcat um, came to life, um, you know, early on. But over the years, I mean, the the product has just become more and more um, durable, and in this the stability behind the brand and the engineering. Um, it's, it's engineered to be tough. You know, we, we coin ourselves to be, you know, one tough animal, of course, and, and, uh, it's, it's designed to be re reliable and durable and, um, long lasting. Um, and, and it's very difficult to, uh, uh, you know, it's very difficult to, to, to roll them over, I guess, unless you really, really honestly try, but, um, you know, they are very, very safe pieces of equipment to operate and very easy to operate as well. Yeah, they really are. As, as a teenager, uh, you know, we do stupid stuff, and uh, and it definitely kept us from uh, from hurting ourselves with that. That's for sure. You know, uh, I mean, the cool part about it, I mean, is it's such a, for us, right? It was this compact uh, little piece of equipment. Uh, we were able to use it to move snow. Uh, you know, I lived in upstate New York, and to do some gardening stuff, and to do some. I don't know why my dad got it, I, but we had it for doing all sorts of weird things, and uh, we had all sorts of attachments to it. But as a as a kid, it was a fun. Uh, 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 tinker toy to play with, for lack of a better term, for us. And, sure. and, but it's, it's definitely a durable piece of equipment. And you know, interesting. Uh, kind of move that forward is you're seeing uh, even volunteer organizations uh, that are putting these into into play with debris removal. Um, are you seeing this tool being used uh, um, more and more in, into that emergency response space with debris removal uh, projects? Absolutely. So even even in the preparation station, you know, um, or excuse me, the in the in the response or leading up to the response and the recovery, you know, you're, you're seeing those products being utilized, you know, um, right up here in 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 North Dakota. You know, everybody's seen on the news over the years all the flooding that happens, and um, oftentimes you'll see our products at work, you know, along the the the, the banks of the Red River, um, you know, moving in sandbags or or creating sandbags or dikes and levees, those types of things. But, um, and then after the fact, you know, um, you know, whether it be uh, in the hurricanes down in the Southeast or some of the tornadoes in the last, uh, you know, in the last, last year that happened in the South Southeast, you know, you know, our products were utilized, um, you know, whether it be a, a skid steer or track loader or an excavator uh, to, to clean up that, that debris and, and remove the, the down trees and those types of things um, to make sure that there's freedom of movement or, you know, we get the, you know, get the power back on and get, you know, get the lights back on at home. Now, how does that make your company feel like when you guys are seeing the equipment being used in that way? I mean, is it, there has to be a little bit of pride associated with that, is there? Yes. A very, yes, a very, it makes us very proud, you know, that, um, you know, that we can, you know, that our brand is, um, you know, oftentimes thought of first, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, those that are in need that turn to us, you know, to, to help um, in, in those disasters or, or in preparation, you know, leading up to that disaster. Um, so it's, it's, it's very, um, it's exciting to see, you know, um, that, you know, I work with an organization or work for an organization that uh, stands ready to continue to be there when, you know, in the, in the toughest of times. So speaking of all the emergency managers and crisis managers that are out there, what's one thing that you'd like to say to them about why they should be leaning towards you uh, when it comes to purchasing um, equipment? Well, I mean, we, we are, a, um, we are the iconic brand in, in the industry when it comes to 
the, uh, the, the compact equipment world. Um, you know, I, I would just, I would just say to them that, you know, we have a, we have a dedicated team. We've got a world-class dealer network uh, all across North America that stands ready to, to help and, and step in when, uh, you know, when the time comes. Um, and then ultimately the, you know, we stand behind our product. We have a, we have, we have a, a very reliable team, reliable dealer, dealer network. We have a reliable product. Um, and, and the people that we work, you know, that work for this great organization, uh, they're just world-class. They're world-class people um, that stand ready to serve when, when, when the time comes. Now, when you're, when you're looking down, you know, downrange, for instance, um, in the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, um, where do you see Bobcat sitting, you know, in the disaster space? Well, I, I I think we'll we'll maintain our market leadership. You know, I mean, obviously, we you know with uh, the, the developing new products, um, new equipment that uh, um, you know that's coming down uh, that that we innovate um, uh, the new new generators, new new size classes of generators, those types of things. That you know, we're we're going to be right there. Um, but some of the exciting stuff that we're working on today, you know, like the uh, uh, the new T seven X, you know, uh, all electric. You know, loader, for instance, which is it created a lot of buzz most recently. Um, you know, that itself has has a spot in 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 emergency management in tight spaces or um, in places where we can't necessarily put um, you know somebody in the seat. Um, we have the Max Control, you know, which is another uh, remote type system that that was uh, developed that where you can um, you know for all those uh, you know talking about those college kids that you know. Like to play video games, right? I mean, uh, you can operate that machine, you know, from the, you know, from from your iPhone, you know. So some of those exciting pieces, um, you know, our organization uh, and its leadership has, you know, have great vision for some of the products that are coming down, and we see ourselves being right there, um, and, and continue to be right there, you know, to to respond. Yeah, I mean the the idea of being able to put um, a remote operated vehicle into harm's way say for instance for like a chemical issue or maybe even like a um, a fire uh like wildland fire type of stuff that's that's some uh amazing stuff i know there's a lot of work being done on, on that front and not only is it able to to help respond to those issues it's also keeping people safe uh and and out of harm's way so i think that's i think that's critical it, that is very critical and and i and i appreciate that you know you know whether whether we need to put uh, uh someone in the machine or it needs to be operated, you know, from, from afar, you know, we, we know that that work still got to be done. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, uh, not that it's, a it's necessarily the, the smaller vehicles, but I, I remember the, the thing I think is the most amazing to watch are, are the uh, wildland firefighters who drive the big, uh, you know, big, big, uh, bulldozers you know into the fire i'm like that's that's one heck of a job that you're gonna you're gonna take like hey man jump in this bulldozer and push that fire out of the way and you know, right. keep, them, keep those guys safe that's uh that's probably better than anything else huh? <laughs> I, I think i think i think you're right you know and and you know making uh in that wildland uh fire type application you know i mean you know you can you can find our products building fire breaks yeah. you know in, in those types of uh in those types of scenarios so um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, putting somebody in the seat like we discussed or we have to operate that piece of equipment remotely. Absolutely. 
<laughs> keeping people safe is always the uh, is the number one rule, right? Uh, that is that is a fact. That is a fact. So we're getting here to closer to the end of the of the conversation here. A couple of questions I'd like to kind of get out of you, and and a little of them are are a little bit deeper than the other. So one is if you could just snap your fingers and and uh, make something happen across the world as far as emergency management goes or disaster response, what would that be? I I would say, you know, I would focus on the the planning and preparation piece, right? I, I mean, you know, given the current scenario in the world, um, you know, coming through the pandemic, as we've discussed, and it continues to be a conversation piece is, um, you know, make sure we have industry at the table, you know, when it comes to your planning and preparation. If there's, if there's one thing um, that I think that we've learned through, uh, you know, the pandemic um, and coming through the pandemic is, is that need to to make sure that we include industry at the table in that planning. So uh, we too have to forecast, you know, in industry has to forecast, you know, the need that's out there. So I think the one thing is, is, you know, that if I could change anything today, it's, you know, how do we get insight into the need um, right. and, and making sure that we can support that product uh, or excuse me, su- support the, the agencies with the products that are needed, um, you know, when the time comes. So you, so you do have them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I do agree with you that we need to have strong public-private partnerships. Um, and matter of fact, you know, we're, we're seeing more and more people uh, leading that way uh, and to bringing the private industry um, to the table uh, in, in the planning process. And I think that's critical. Um, how, how could people find you um, if they're looking to get more information regarding what you can provide for them and, uh, and what you guys do? Well, you can find me right here at the Todd DeVoe Show. First and foremost, right? No, uh, but um, but to, to to answer it in you know um, uh, in a way that you know everybody's going to understand is you know our uh, you know our products are all over the world, all over the globe, and we have we have we have uh, great world class dealers, you know, all over the globe. Um, you know, in most of the uh, areas that uh, you know experience, um, you know emergency type situation, there's a Bobcat dealer or there's a Doosan portable power dealer right there in their backyard. Um, and oftentimes people reach out to them first, which is absolutely fine. Um, and then, you know, you can, you can find us, you know, at, at the corporate headquarters, right? You give us a call directly, but um, I'd invite you to go to our website, you know, www.bobcat.com. Um, you know, uh, we're available on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, so, we're there. You, you can you can find us. So uh, with this, uh, you know, with the iconic brand that that we are, um, you know, do some bobcats everywhere. Absolutely. All right. So here's the hardest question of the day: What book, book, or publications uh, do you like to read, and what do you, would you recommend to somebody who uh, is in this space? You know, uh, that is that that is a tough one. That is that is going to be the toughest one of the day. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of, uh, you know, live stream type podcasts, you know, so I think Todd, your, your show is going to be great. You know, I've, you know, started following you and, um, you know, whether it be LinkedIn, so on and so forth, I think you have some, some great content. Um, you know, other things are, you know, I follow, you know, things with, uh, you know, uh, you know, IAEM, you know, the International Association of Emerging Man- uh, Managers, um, you know, the National Guard, any, anything great leaders from the National Guard, you know, as, as we, we experienced some of those folks at Endem. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
um, you know, those are types of, you know, those leadership type outlets and, and, and per, you know, people, um, you know, I like to follow and, and, and read. Yeah. I always find it interesting to see how people um, consume that, that portion of it, because I, I always glean something from them and, and I do appreciate that too. And, uh, and there are a lot of great uh, leadership podcasts out there um, as well uh, to, to, uh, to follow. And, um, you know, so that's, that's always exciting stuff. All right. So here, and here's my, my last question for you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm ready. Okay. Here, here it is. All right. You ready for this one? So as a leader, what are your rec- What are your, your tips for the people coming up behind you um, and, and going to fill the role in the next say 10 years, somebody who's in college right now or, or looking to get into the business um, industry? Well, I, I think there's many, um, you know, I, I would say first and foremost, don't let your, your mind lead your heart to places that doesn't belong. Uh, first and foremost, as young people, you know, our, our, our minds will lead, our, lead us, lead us astray sometimes, but, um, you, you know, great advice would, would be that, you know, people coming up that may fill my role, um, is, is you gotta be, you gotta be willing to sacrifice. You gotta be willing to sacrifice for others. Um, you know, leaders sacrifice, um, you know, day in and day out and great leaders continue to do that today. Um, but then also there's the servant leadership portion of it, right? I mean, as leaders, we got to take care of each other. We got to take care of, you know, the, the people that are coming up, you know, we got to lead that, you know, uh, lend that hand, uh, to, to bring people up. Um, you know, so, you know, these young folks that are coming before us, I mean, there, there's a lot of mistakes that, um, you know, I make and Todd, you've probably make, and you'd probably agree that, you know, learn from those that have already made the mistakes before you. And, you know, it, it will make, make, uh, your path a lot easier, um, as, as you grow into your own leadership role. Absolutely. Yeah. Learn from my mistakes so you don't make them again. That's what I tell my students all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely flawed when it comes to that. Randy, thank you so much for your time today. It's always a pleasure seeing you. Todd, it's been a pleasure. You know, I, I, I wish you and uh, you, you and everyone, uh, you know, health and, 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 and wealth moving forward. So uh, thanks again for the opportunity. Thank you. Everybody, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And, you know, when you start taking a look at different ways of working in leadership and also uh, through emergency management, the the idea of being able to get equipment, quality equipment and purchasing that equipment is something that you have to plan for and not just do um, under pressure. So we always lean forward, reach out to guys like Randy um, and their team to, to help you out with that. So until next time, please follow us on your local, on your Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and your favorite podcast player. Until next time, stay safe and stay hydrated.